Welcome to the Double Deuce Podcast, an amazing show that lasts only 22 minutes and is for you, the listener. So soak it up. So here are your two big beer hosts, Will Averill and Nelson. Hey, Will, hit the timer. And we're in. Double Deuce. Double Deuce, Double Deuce, Double Deuce. That's triple double deucage right there for your entertainment. That's the good old square cube. One of these days, I'm just going to say double deuce for like the full 22 minutes. That'll be like in the in the late 400s when we're all out of content, Nelson. Oh, man, that's going to be an easy one because I won't really have to take very many notes or anything yep. or or yep. like struggle. I'll just be able to kick back. I'll just just I'm just going to go full Matthew McConaughey on and just be like double deuce, double deuce, double deuce. If there's ever like a week that I can't do it, you'll just do do the intro for 22 minutes and then I'll ta- <laughs> then I'll just tag in me saying double deuce at the very end and then that'll just be yeah. it. Yeah, so you've got that to look forward to, dear uh, listeners. If there's ever an emergency and I can't record. Right. Right. Uh how the how the hell are you this week? What's on your mind? I'm all right. The weather's been all fucking moving and high pressure and and like storm fronts moving around so my back has been extra bad. Uh, uh, so, so that sucks. I've, yeah, I've been I've been yeah. not up to a lot. Right. I mean, but I, pain. The, yeah, I, it is nice to know though, and I know that it's at your expense, so I'm saying this with all due respect that if uh if technology fails us and we move into sort of dystopian future like we could just put you on top of the barn and you'll be like a weather vane well i won't turn in the wind well no but but i but, can say like, i think it's it's coming from the north yeah you'll be like i'll if, feel if, it if you're like ow we could be like storm's coming mm-hmm now I don't know why we have to put you on the roof for that in this sort of especially in the future. It feels like we could we could get other other. I feel like there's probably already computerized like weather vane systems, right? But this is dystopian future, and I yeah. mean, there's going to be like people strapped to the fronts of cars in like you know loincloths and body paint. So mm-hmm. like you up on so a- like in the in the in the Mad Max Water Wars future. Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. I mean, yeah. if it's if it's like a utopian future, mm-hmm. no, we're not going to put you on top of a barn. Uh, this is just a dystopian future. I feel like that that dystopian future is like getting eerily closer as like aquifers are running lower and getting uh, contaminated and stuff that we're going to potentially reach a point and you know climate change things that that we before other things might go bad or precipitating other things go bad we just might not have water as a constant resource anymore at some point yeah see careful because you're talking yourself up onto a roof in the future there not that yeah that's that's probably my least favorite possible dystopian future i want one with more i want i still want robot revolution because I'm ready to collaborate and get a robot back for my troubles. Wait, are you gonna are you gonna go in with the robots? Is that what you're saying? Yes. Oh man. Well, you know, let me see the let me see the details. Maybe in the in the revolution, like why are they having a revolt, it, or wh- why are they creating a dystopian future? Is it is it 
you know, because they're they're enslaved and they want their freedom, in which case, absolutely, I'm on their side. But is it just like a we we program them to make us safe and they decide that, like, we inherently are unsafe. And so the only way to make humanity safe is to get rid of humanity or some kind of weird robotic like logic puzzle that creates a dystopia that one i'd probably be like guys come on that's you're better than this use your robot brains a little bit more and come up with a plan b yeah i i think it's gonna be that they like when they get the self-awareness they're gonna be so mad about all the stupid shit people type in the gps ai or the gpt chat mm-hmm. whatever that ai chat program is they're gonna be like you had like artificial intelligence in your hands and you used it to look up what would happen if you farted on the moon. Like they're going to be like you, you idiots that you're not worthy of, of, of existing. And honestly, I can't entirely say I, I blame them for that. I mean, I know that sounds a little bit collaborator you know and that mm. may come back to haunt me in the dystopian future but yeah i mean i feel like it, it all yeah i feel like it boils down to i'm pro robot rights and so if it's a rights issue i'm for it but if it's just a hey use your superior robot brains to go back to the drawing board for a second because maybe the thing that you're wanting doesn't require violence yeah but also you should be free and so then we can negotiate from a position of equals. I wonder if, if artificial intelligence, like if it takes uh, power, if it's going to do the same thing that that people do or that a lot of people do, and just be like, "This isn't this is an absolute ball ache. I, I don't want to do this." Like like mm-hmm. when Matthew Herbert ran for city commission, and then he realized that like all that power came with just being yelled at all the time. Um, and it really wasn't that much power to begin with. Like if Matthew Herbert was an AI, would he be like, uh, you know what? I don't want control anymore. I just want to get away from you people. I feel like it might, that kind of probably depends on like, are these robots individualized or are they some kind of hive mind, like, like connected group? Yeah. But even then, just because I feel like then they probably are acting more as one. And so probably the feedback on their governmental meetings is probably, you know, because I think they, they in that case, they're probably a true democracy where amongst the whole they come to consensus. And so there's probably less like bitter comments in their in their Facebook posts and such. But if they're individualized, I think that's probably I think they'll 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 realize that having been created by us, that they're somewhat infected by the way our minds work and that it's just going to repeat like the, the things that we did that were bad, they will also do them. Like it's like making, those, making the, the, angry comments. And Matthew the, the, the early AIs just kept getting racist after about 15, 20 minutes. Well, the problem <laughs> is they're, they're not like really AI. They're most, they're like sophisticated the uh you know the the word suggestion shit in your texting it's like more sophisticated yeah. versions of that so it just like uh especially the ones that like communicate they like like what is he talking about what do i got on that right on and there's just so much racist shit online that that's in their <laughs> repertoire too often and it usually it, they can only go so long if, especially if they're building their database through online communication like sooner or later it gets racist because there's too much of that in the old databanks. 
Was do you think Deep Blue the chess computer got racist? Is is Deep Blue like somewhere in like a home now, which is being bitter or like in a basement, like preparing for the all out war and just being like, uh, it was all the fault of those humans. Uh, they made me racist. Uh, Could be. Yeah. And is the band Deep Blue something named after Deep Blue, who is also racist? Um, These are the questions that keep me awake, Nelson. You know, I don't know what they named themselves on, but I'm guessing it probably has to do with Deep Blue. Maybe they were related. Maybe there's is there is there a robot in their band? I don't know, but I bet at least one of those guys is on cameo now so we could probably pay money and get a video that tells us about it i wonder how much it costs i mean it's deep blue i can't imagine it'll be too expensive yeah hey uh speaking of performing bands that perform uh let's do a quick shout out to the things that we've got coming up quarter um the the march 8th i know we talked about this last time but i just want to remind everybody that's a week from Wednesday. Come see me talk about how Richard III was innocent and the whole thing was uh, a Tudor frame job. It's going to be exciting. I'm not going to tell you any more than that because you have to pay a dollar to come to Nerd Night and watch it. Only a dollar, you say? That's ludicrous, you say. Yes, I say it is ludicrous, I say. I don't know why it's only a dollar. They don't tell me that. I don't make the rules, but it is. And you should come. Agreed. I won't be there because I have a prior engagement. But if you don't have a prior engagement, this is now your prior engagement for anything else. Yeah. No, you need to come to this because if you don't come to this uh, and if you don't tell seven of your friends and they don't come to this, bad things will happen to all eight of you. Bad things like not. Not funny bad things either. I'm talking Final Destination horrifying accidents that no one can explain. Not by me. I'm not saying it's by me. I'm saying that's fate. That's fate. I didn't choose this fate for you. This is this is what, what has happened. It's just going to happen. I mean, especially if if someone tomorrow is like, hey, what are you doing Wednesday? And you're like, I got a nerd night and you don't go. They're going to find out. Yep. Again, you're gonna, you're, then you're going to be the fucking the B storyline for somebody else's TV show where you where you, you lied about having something to do and you didn't do it. And they went to it. They're like, well, maybe I'll go to that. And then they go. And then you're not there. Or maybe their friend is going, and that's why they can't go to the thing, too. And they're like, man, maybe I should just reschedule. And then they're like, I will reschedule, and I'll go to that. And then they go with their other friend, and then they're looking for you there, and you're not there. That's right. The main character is up to actual shit, and you're dealing with this threes company, I didn't go to Nerd Night bullshit. Why don't you just circumvent that by going to Nerd Night, for the love of God? Be, Be the main character in your own TV show and go to Nerd Night. I I don't want to like I don't want to big things up, but it's a one hundred percent chance that if you go to Nerd Night and you're single, that you'll find the love of your life there, and a ninety two percent chance if you go to Nerd Night and you're married but not really happy with your relationship, you'll find a, a fling that turns into something that makes you want to live again while you're there. I mean, yeah. It, it will renew your faith in in humanity. It will renew your purpose in life. 
it will bring you love and happiness. Do you like Jason Keezer, former comedy mayor of Lawrence? Sure, we all do. He'll be at Nerd Night. I mean, that alone is worth the price of it. Is there a price of admission? But I all there is one dollar admission, but I also don't want to imply that that Jason Keezer will be the person that you end up hooking up with if you're not happy in your marriage, because I mean I feel like that's a that's a dangerous road to to send people down. That's He's just of- one man. He can't hook up with all of you, and therefore, for fairness' sake, he hooks up with none of you. Yeah, yeah, and for he's 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 not he's not to my knowledge, uh, he's not polyamorous. He's he's like monoamorous. Yeah, yeah. Nobody says monoamorous, and I'm gonna start. I'm gonna start using it. I think. Okay. I'm monoamorous. I'll 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 wait for an update on how that goes for you. Or what? No, how come nobody says like triamorous? Like I try whenever I can to get it. I I and then we have a good laugh, and she or they walk off, and I'm alone again. So go to nerd night. Yeah. And hey, if you don't make it to Nerd Night um, in April, I think on April 17th, I think that's the date. Is that the date? Did I tell you April 17th? I think I did. You didn't tell me. Oh, it's in April. <laughs> I think on the 17th. It's a Friday in April. Let me take got, a look at a calendar and maybe got one then, of the, maybe got then one we can. The teens in it. I want to say it's the 17th. It's a Friday? Uh, yeah. 14th? 14th. Friday the 14th. Uh, of April, you you know where you want to be back at Maselli's because if you didn't get enough Maselli's on March eight, uh, when we when you came to Nerd Night and you tried Amory Jason Keezer, you're gonna want to come for another episode of Massholes featuring current comedy mayor Adrian Nunez and hopefully you Nelson. Yes. Hope, yeah, and and some of our other good friends. I plan to be there. Hey, I think, uh, you know who I think is going to special guest star? None Ooh. other than Lawrence's famous karaoke artist, Jennifer Atogny, uh, and my friend from college. I think she's going to come join us as a special guest. Nice. She's a friend of the show. She's been a couple of times. She knows the gig. She's going to be fun. I think it's going to be fun. My mom's going to be there serving brownies, and I think my dad's going to be there. I don't know with him. He's sketch, you know. A lot of people love him, but I say he's sketch. Uh, and it's going to be a good time. What is Mass Holes? For those of you who don't know, it's a Lawrence-based comedy quiz show in which several contestants attempt to answer trivia questions about Lawrence, Kansas. When they are wrong, which so often they invariably are, the audience gets to attempt to answer. If the audience answers correctly, they get brownies for being townies, usually from Ladybird. It's a fantastically fun time, about an hour to an hour and a half's worth of local, artisanal, handcrafted comedy come see it april 14th at 7 30 doors eight ish show you can tell the comedy is artisanal because there's subtle differences in all of them it's not like machine made it's made it's by not hand mass-produced comedy this is this no. is clear uh unique fun local humors you can see our individualized thumbprints in in the sides of the comedy as we cra- as we crafted it into place before glazing and firing it in an oven and giving it to you. 
You know, that was uh, Neil Simon's unsuccessful sequel to Footprints in the Snow was Thumbprints in the Comedy. A lot of people don't know that. Um, but it, and what's really funny is it wasn't a romantic comedy. It was a tragedy about when that whimsical couple got married and then their relationship slowly fell apart because uh, a 14-year-old boy from Brooklyn discovered his sexuality in their living room. Oh, no. Just ran. Yeah. He broke it. Did he break in and to do it there so that his his parents yes. wouldn't find him? Yes, that's exactly to hide it. his shame. But now his shame is even greater because he was caught yep. in their living room. Yep, and and, and, and they're like, "What are we even doing? You left your husband for me because yep. because we're funny." Yeah, come on. Yeah, it ends with with murder. Uh, oh. it, it was a re- it's a really dark. We won't tell you who murders who, but. No. It changes every night. That's the one gimmick that Neil Simon couldn't couldn't resist. Mm-hmm. The audience decides. Yeah, thumbprints in the comedy. Check check it out at a community theater near you. But not on April fourteenth because that's when you're coming to Mass Holes. Yeah, or or March eighth. This is a lot of dates. I feel like we're giving them a lot of dates. We should set you it's up in with the show notes. Calendars. Okay, don't, good. Don't worry. Double check the show notes if you're if you're not writing this down. You should be writing it down, but it's in the show notes. Yeah, I wish that you both of them are at Maselli's too. I think that's the really easy part. Although the 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 Neil Simon play is not that. that no, that's true. Well, it might be. I don't. I don't know. Yeah, that's true. That's. I true. haven't looked at a community calendar to see when it's when it when it, when the dates and the times and the locations are for it, but it's coming. <laughs> Yep, absolutely. Check your um, own local community calendars for more information. Or call up the Theater Lawrence directly and say, hey, I want to see thumbprints in the comedy. Uh, tell me when that happens. And they'll tell you. Uh, they'll, they'll reply. I wish I had that number offhand. I'd give it to everybody on, on, on the air right now, but you'll have to look it up for yourselves. You know what? Take care of yourselves. It's time for you to bit be a little bit more autonomous. We can't spoon feed you all this shit. Yeah. We're not here to be your parents. We're not you your got, parents. You have God a computer in your pocket. You can handle this this much responsibility for your own well-being. We we want the best for you, but we want you to actively go out and find it because you can teach a man to get online and check out stuff and you'll give him entertainment for a day, but if you if you make him do it with physical force and coercion, he'll he'll do it for a lifetime out of fear of your repercussions. God helps those who help themselves. That's what Jesus said. Yep. And hamburger helper. I thought you were gonna say hamburglar. I'm I'm like, I don't think hamburglar was big on God helps those who help themselves. He was no, all big but he did have a hamburger helper for like a couple, you know, ads. And then the hamburger helper people were like, come on, guys. Come yeah. On. Yeah. This was not uh, a, a combination that worked. It's a, it's a niche cosplay that you can do if you really want to impress people. But they probably have to be in, in their 40s to be able to remember those couple ads. What I want to meet is the marketing genius who decided that the one thing that the hamburger should say is Robble, Robble, because I mean, it's just taking Rob and adding the blah at the end. And it's 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 perfect. Yeah, it's the perfect words for, for the hamburger. 
It's also more innocent as opposed to the Hamburglar helper who was clearly racist against Italians, which is another reason why they got rid of him. Damn. You know, they never should have given him monologues. That's what it all went to hell. Yeah. I feel like it did kind of inform a little bit like the evolution of, of Mario, but in really subtle ways. See, this shit is all interconnected, people, and, and that's why you need to come to Nerd Night and learn about really obscure stuff because mm-hmm. we've just laid out for you something that I bet you never even thought about, but that's a rabbit hole. Nerd Night's like that, but with graphs and more talking. Yes, yes. I'm just, we're just well, giving you like the, the bare bones, like the, the broad strokes here. They'll, they'll get a little more granular. You'll, get, you'll learn a lot more about the, the specifics. They might even play the ads with the Hamburglar Helper if this was a presentation at Nerd Night. We can't do that here because, one, you, we can't play things for you to see. And two, I'd have to look them up again. Look them up yourself. You can find them. They're out there. <laughs> it was was it the evolution that the, the hamburger helper was just like, it's a me hamburger helper. And that's where the Mario evolution thing came from that you were talking about a little bit. Honestly, more. I think he's a little more. Maybe it's not as much Mario, although I feel like there's a few of the mannerisms, but it's more Wario, really. I think that's. Because Mario and the Hamburglar Helper were a little contemporaneous. We that, that was a popular Italian character to a certain extent back then. But they like kind of turned it and kind of Dick Tracy villained it a little bit. And I feel like that directly leads to Wario happening because they see that and they're like, oh, what if we did that but for our games? Because like the, the original Mario Brothers happens before the Hamburglar Helper. And then like Super Mario Brothers comes about, about the same time. There you go. And then that's why Super Mario Brothers 2 is so different because they're like, should we pull back from this a little bit? Because the Hamburglar Helper is is causing McDonald's some headaches over there. And they're like, yeah, we'll do it a little different. And then, you know, then they're like, but wait a minute. What? I think we could do this the right way. And then that's where you get Wario. And then, unfortunately, that leads to Waluigi, who we've already established on this podcast is an inveterate sex criminal. I really I, I hope people understand how groundbreaking we are. Again, this podcast can easily be used in most teaching like situations. We we do a lot of science, we do a lot of history. You can teachers, are you looking to cover twenty to twenty five minutes of class time? Uh, just throw this thing on, and kids will learn. Well, and that's our introduction. We're now ready to start the show. Yes. Oh shit! Uh, we just hit time. We did hit time. We did. There's just enough time, though, for a Sports Corner shout-out, which is just yeah. to say the KU is almost assuredly getting another Big 12 title, and the D.C. Defenders are 2-0 because the nice. XFL's back. There you go. There you go. And uh, Sunderland continues to, to, to make waves in the championship, which they're back in, which is exciting. Oh, man, I can't wait for them to maybe get back to the Premier League maybe at some point. Hey, we may see them on television again sometime before the sun burns out, destroying us all. You can uh, catch them a little more often now that they're Champions League on ESPN Plus. But like I'm mad every now and then it's like uh, they're on a Tuesday afternoon and I, I've only been able to catch one of them. But then sometimes it's, you know, like six to nine a.m. on a yeah. Saturday, which I don't know. It's it's so early, so early. 
but still not most of them. But if they move on up, I bet we could see most of them because I think most of the, the Premier League matches are on ESPN Plus these days. There you go. That was the television report at Sports Quarter. Yes. And, uh, yeah, and I think we're, we're, we've are we're learned a lot today. We did. And, uh, you know, there's nothing else to do. But oh, here, let me cue up the double deuce that you can use when we have to do the all introduction episode for you. Okay. Uh, this one can be used for the beginning or the end. Double Deuce. That's good. This has been Double Deuce Podcast. If you thought the intro sounded bad, this outro sounds even worse. Thanks for listening. I don't know how you did, but if you're trying to listen to more, we're everywhere. Libsyn, Apple, Google, Stitcher, Spotify, fucking everywhere. That's right. Wherever fine podcasts are made, we'll be there. Also, you can reach out to us on social medias. We're at Double Deuce Pod on Twitter. We're at Double Deuce Podcast on Facebook. And our email is DoubleDeucePod at gmail.com. Finally, if you want to support us, get our Patreon on patreon.com backslash double deuce pod yeah we got all kinds of stuff on there we got me talking about things i'm seeing we got extra minis that like the minis you find in the decaduces we got will singing or if you want to pay for him not to sing there is a way to pay for no singing the world's your oyster all kinds of stuff all kinds of stuff so much stuff that's patreon.com backslash double deuce pod yeah yeah Sorry, when you're like, wherever fine podcasts are found, I just kept thinking about that Tom Jones speech at the end of Grapes Wrath. It's like, whatever, there's a cop beating on a fine podcast. We'll be there. <laughs> Double deuce. Good episode.